0: You have no right to judge me.
1: I'm an American! Yeah! American civilian. Hey everyone, it's Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. The headlines we're watching today. North Dakota man killed a teenager with his car because he thought he was a Republican extremist. An Ontario high school shop teacher who identifies as a female dons enormous prosthetic breasts with visible erect nipples while teaching his class. An FBI agent whistleblower confirms the agency is targeting conservatives in a bid to slander and undermine Republican Party as criminal. And the Democrats in the House pass a bill to begin dismantling the Electoral College. I'll be talking about these headlines and more, coming up right now. So the word of the day is autogenophilia.
0: 6 to eroticism linked to the thought or image of oneself as female, autogenophilia defines a transsexual typology and provides a theory of transsexual motivation, as Ray Blanchard proposed, male to female, MTF, transsexuals are either sexually attracted exclusively to men, homosexual, or are sexually attracted primarily to the thought or image of themselves as female, autogenophilic, and that autogenophilic transsexuals seek sex reassignment to actualize their autogenophilic desires. Blanchard's types of autogenophilia, transvestic fantasy of wearing women's clothing, behavioral fantasy of engaging in typical feminine behavior, for example, knitting with women, physiologic fantasy of pregnancy, breastfeeding, menstruating, anatomic fantasy of having a woman's body, including partial autogenophilia, where the focus is on a mix of male and female body parts.
1: Well, doesn't that describe this Ontario teacher who sparks controversy by wearing giant prosthetic breasts in class? In a recent letter to parents, the school confirmed the video's authenticity, but implied that it's illegal to even suggest that the garb may be inappropriate. So this Ontario transgender teacher sparks controversy by wearing giant prosthetic breasts in class in a recent letter to parents the school confirmed the video's authenticity which showed uh this teacher um it was filmed clandestinely by students in the class but implied that it's illegal to even suggest that the garb may be inappropriate well um the garb I don't know if it's inappropriate, but there's obviously some c- concern that this is autogenophilia. So moving on to uh, other stories here, a North Dakota man, if you haven't heard the story, a North Dakota man ran down a Republican teen, but in this article from Fox News, he says he doesn't want his own life job to be jeopardized. The guy who ran down this teenager, Shannon Brandt, made the remarks during a court hearing to face charges. He alleged hit and run death after a political argument. So apparently these two people were in the same uh, location and they argued politically. And so the guy who was admittedly drunk ran down this child with his car. So the story goes on to say... um, North Dakota man accused of killing a teenager with his car following a political argument said he didn't understand the charges against him during a recent court appearance. Shannon Brandt, 41, spent just days in the Stutzman County Jail on criminal charges related to the death of an 18-year-old, Kaler Ellerson, or Ellingson, before he posted bond, $50,000 bond and was released. So here you go, a guy that committed murder vehicular homicide is released in just days. And this is just a testament of how the political milieu and the mindset of people is uh, really targeted against conservatives. There's a psyop going on to demonize and slander conservatives as being the enemy and as being dangerous. You had the president of the United States United States stand up and actually say so I mean this is a concerted effort to whip people into this sort of frenzy you saw it with the baseball shooting the Republican baseball team the I guess it's the congressional baseball team was in an outing and several people were shot and Steve Scalise was almost killed by another fanatic this stuff goes on and on and on and there are all sorts of crimes being committed because people are either Trump supporters or just generally in conservatives. People don't even seem to realize that. And what they do is they go out and, and they flip it on its head and say, oh, it's actually the conservatives that are targeting Democrats. It's just, that's not the case. It's the exact opposite. And that's what they do. They put out the spin and then they act accordingly. So they say conservatives are, are the ones that are committing political violence, and then they go out and stir up their base to do the exact thing, commit political violence. I mean, it's the same thing with all the hatred against Trump because he was apparently Hitler, that, of course, if, if people think someone's Hitler, they're going to do anything, including illegal things, to undermine uh, his run for office or uh, to undermine uh, his support. So from the New York Post, uh, in this article, the opinion article by uh, Miranda Devine, she is a a columnist, by the way. She's not necessarily a journalist, although she does some great journalism. FBI hero paying the price for exposing unjust persecution of conservative Americans. And she writes in her lead that um, bombshell allegations by FBI Special Agent Steve Friend which is suspect, the names of all these FBI agents are are suspect, Um, contained in a whistleblower complaint filed late Wednesday with the Department of Justice Inspector General reveal a politicized Washington, D.C. FBI field office cooking the books to exaggerate the threat of domestic terrorism and using an overzealous January 6th investigation to harass conservative Americans and violate their constitutional rights. Friend 37, a respected 12-year veteran of the FBI and SWAT team member, was suspended Monday, stripped of his gun and badge, and escorted out of the FBI field office in Daytona Beach, Florida, after complaining to his supervisors about the violations, of course. Where, Where was Amanda Devine and all these people in 93 during the first World Trade Center bombing when the FBI was obviously organizing the attack? Uh, And this happened time and time again with the FBI. uh, They're committing, even with what happened with the Bundy altercation in Oregon, um, where people were murdered and set up in a trap uh, to be murdered, not to mention the FBI's involvement in the Boston bombing and um, the execution of uh, Todejev, Ibrahim Todejev. Uh, in his Florida apartment for being, he was in questioning, um, he was being questioned by the FBI, local law enforcement, about his relation to um, one of the uh, Tarnaev brothers that um, uh, purportedly about some sort of drug deal and drug murder in Massachusetts before the Boston bombing but he was being questioned in his Florida apartment, and he even complained that the FBI was following him and trying to kill him before he was actually killed by the FBI. Nobody talks about that, though. So from the New York Times, House passes overhaul of electoral count, moving to avert another January 6th crisis. Of course, they want to avert another January 6th crisis, and they're going to outlaw any sort of conservative gathering or conservative rallies um, moving forward, anything that's political um, that challenges any narrative is going to be listed as domestic terrorism or painted as such. So the House on Wednesday took the first major step to respond to the January 6th, and this is the New York Times, by the way, in this article by um, Carl Hulls, the House on Wednesday took the first major step to respond to the January 6, 2020 assault on the Capitol, voting mostly along party lines to overhaul the 153, uh, 135-year-old Electoral Count Act. It's 135-year-old. It hasn't been messed with since. I, I don't understand why the need, because of January 6th. The bill was the most significant legislative answer yet to the riot, and the... Months-long campaign by Mr. Trump and his allies to invalidate the 2020 presidential election, but it has also underscored the lingering partisan divide over January 6 and the former president's continued grip on his party. I mean, this melodramatic story here is really quite ri- ridiculous. It cleared the divided House, of course, because the Democrat. This is a problem with electing a Democratic majority. Look what they're doing. So, but he doesn't really go into the the fact that this is the first step in dismantling the Electoral College, which basically makes it fair for less populous states to be able to have an effect on presidential elections. So, uh, you know, like North Dakota or South Dakota or less populous states, um, they because they're less populous, they don't have a direct, Democratic vote. So you're not counting every vote and applying it as such. You win the state and it has a certain amount of electoral votes accordingly. So this is the first step. This is um, hopefully it won't pass the Senate. This is a step to decide how those votes are counted. And basically, what happens is you can choose your electors. And so if people contest, you can choose different electors that contest a certain vote or vote count, and so you can actually move the election if you think that there's uh, some sort of malfeasance or fraud at play. But this is a way to overrule that one legal avenue that trump was trying to take and other people have uh, other parties the democrats have used this too even when trump was elected in 2016 to seat different electors so it's a legal avenue to challenge what may be seen as election malfeasance so uh moving on to gateway pundit here uh fulton county pennsylvania sues dominion voting so if you didn't know dominion voting uh systems was suing Fox News for billions of dollars and all this stuff because they were slandered. But it's been proven here that there is some irregularities with the voting systems of Dominion. A major lawsuit has been submitted by Fulton County, Pennsylvania against Dominion voting systems on Wednesday morning. The law focuses around violations of their contracts, certification issues, connectivity issues, and the alleged foreign databases and scripts found on the systems. Some of the claims are on par with the debunked rumors associated with the most secure election ever claim, including internet connectivity, outdated security protections, remote accessibility, and random USBs inserted. They always say that fraud has been debunked because the fraud that has been uncovered, they say is not enough to overturn the election. But if you take all the malfeasance or all the irregularities and all the different in, in voting machines, in ballot harvesting, in uh, uh, the vote registers, the vote roll, the voter rolls, if you take all these things together, um, you can see that there's a concerted effort to change. And the only reason someone would commit voter fraud is to change the outcome of the election. No one's going to just commit voter fraud to get their jollies. It just doesn't work that way. In a concerted effort, people use the voting system uh, or or attack different weak links in the uh, election count specifically to commit fraud. They did it in 2016 where they fortify the vote so they add tens of thousands of votes to their side but sometimes if there's an overwhelming result that the fortification doesn't really work. So you sort of have to see the vote count come in and then you have to adjust it accordingly. So it's part of voter uh, fortification, vote fortification, and then afterwards. And don't worry, I'm not gonna be posting this on YouTube. I already got my second strike for briefly mentioning something about gain of function research was my second strike. So I'm not going to be posting there until I'm going to post a warning next week about how I discuss these issues and that I'm unfairly moderated for, it's not the whole video, it's just I, I mention in passing something about either the coronavirus or vaccines or something or other, and, um, you know, they give me a strike. And I think a lot of that has to do with me answering comments of these left-wing trolls that, you know, don't think I know what I'm talking about. Okay, moving on to the next story, Pentagon bedeviled by recruitment failures as solutions prove elusive. Uh, uh, the lead by Alex Horton from the Washington Post says, military officials and lawmakers on Wednesday painted a grim picture of recruiting efforts within the Defense Department as recent studies suggest worrisome shortfalls could grow worse if more women decline to serve over restricted ab- restrictive abortion laws in many Republican-led states where personnel are based. As, and of course, this is the Washington Post. It's pure propaganda. It has nothing to do with it. it you have to realize that here, the reason people, I've talked to plenty of service members uh, over my career, 30-year career in journalism, is the biggest problem people have was the violation of individual liberty. When you sign a contract when you're with uh, the armed forces uh, that waives this, that the individual liberty that you have to take any vaccine or anything that the army or the armed services deem necessary for you to do your job, that's why people aren't joining the armed services because they can force you to take stuff into your body that you might not necessarily want that hasn't been tested. If people wanna know about uh, the the pre-trials of mRNA vaccines, The fact is, is they were originally tested on the military, uh, a lot of it against anthrax, and they didn't work. And I've talked to plenty of armed services people, some people that are really messed up by vaccines or whatever injections they were given uh, during their service. You know, people don't want someone else to insist that you have to take something into your body for whatever reason, you know, even if it's, if it's, thought crime, even if it's ideas. You don't want to be forced to accept ideas that you may or may not believe in. It's the same thing with injecting things in your body. Some people just don't want it. So this is this is complete propaganda. It's not because people aren't joining because of abortion laws. I mean, that's just so ridiculous. People aren't joining is because First of all, we're on a war footing with Russia. So nobody wants to go fight and die. Most people join the armed services for the economic opportunity, you know, not to go to some far off land and be killed. But the main reason is what I understand is that they don't wanna to have to deal with being forced to take experimental shots. That's why you had 800 Navy SEALs, the most fit people in the world, resign or to be um, discharged because they didn't want to take uh, this mRNA vaccine, this experimental vaccine that has proven not to prevent you from contracting the disease, not, doesn't prevent you from spreading the disease. It may or may not prevent you from getting uh, SARS, but we don't know that for sure. So this is just a basic lie. And the last story up today is from the Daily Mail. Decomposing human remains can legally be used as compost in, from 2027 thanks to a new California law aimed at tackling climate change. How ridiculous is this? A, a California law that makes it legal to turn human remains into compost. Uh, there'll be plenty of human mar- uh, remains coming up. That's for sure. California will begin offering the option of human composting after death thanks to a bill recently signed into law that aims to tackle climate change. Like I said yesterday, everything is for sustainable development now. They're going to chop off your head or chop off your testicles or your breasts or whatever, you know, and and make you live in a pit because it's good for the earth. It's just, it's a ridiculous leverage that, We're going to subjugate you because it's good for the earth. Human composting, also known as natural organic reduction, or NOR, would be an option for residents who don't want to be buried or cremated upon their death, starting in 2027. And it's only going to get worse, folks. You know, places like California, they don't make it a crime for knowingly giving AIDS to somebody. That's just crazy, man. I'm an American! Yeah!
0: American civilian.
1: Yeah. I don't know. There, there are lots of things uh, that are happening in the world that should raise people's suspicions, and to really get on board to fight this... this global tyranny that is manifesting... Before our eyes, it's being born right in front of us, and there are people out there that are nurturing it. They don't know what living without freedoms is like, they don't know what living without political liberty is like. It's a shame. All right, so for me, Rudy's Revelation, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment down below, follow, share this video, and check me out on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Get Her Minds, Truth Social, and even Parlor. We'll see you tomorrow. You
0: have no right to judge me.